And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. on the Mike Calter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. This has been a good Friday. Our uh, good friend Carlos Mencia is here, who we haven't seen in a while, but I'm glad you're back. Carlos is going to be at McCurdy's in Sarasota this weekend and uh, another great club uh, for comedy around here. We, yeah, we, it's, we it's, uh, by the way, literally handful of tickets left. And you you know because you can pick your own seat. So Carlos, my favorite all-time ever is, I think we talked about it last time <laughs> yeah. you were like, my friend Chewy died this weekend. He's uh, he was so good to my kids. Three seats left on Saturday night. <laughs> my absolute favorite, absolute favorite. And Chewy would bring my kids toys, and they were such a good guy. And the late show is almost sold out, but you could probably get in had to. Best best plug ever for a show. It was it was great. It was great. Yeah, dude, I lost my mom. By the way, there's only five ticks left on the show. <laughs> dude, I've done that on my whole time. Like I remember. When 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 my grandmother died, it was like late nineties, early I mean late eighties, early nineties, and in LA, uh, Mexicans used to sell oranges off the off, off ramps on the freeway. Right. So you would get off, and they would be. I don't know why oranges. I don't know what the hell that was, but it was that. And so the day that my grandmother died. I went up on stage and I told the audience that I was really sad because my grandmother died and everybody got all sad. And then I said, yeah, she got hit selling oranges on the side of the freeway. <laughs> and everybody laughed. And I was like, that's what this is about. Like, you know, what are you, you going to do? Know, like, be sad? Weird fruit on the highway is Miami. So I lived in Miami in the 90s for a little while. I was uh -huh. there for summers. I worked a right. summer job. And I had a long drive. I had a lot of driving. And I lived with a family who was Cuban and... I would go home with questions every day. What are gomas? Gomas. Right. I see the signs that gomas everywhere. Mm -hmm. Tires. Use tires. They're selling tires. I was like, oh, right. okay. So I learned a lot. This guy, I could not figure out. Every day I would get stuck at the red line and he walked by and go, Momosil. Momosil. I go, what does he have? And he's got some sort of fruit and I can't right. tell what it is. And and uh, I still don't know uh, Mamoncillos. Mom, am I saying that right? Do you know? I have, what does it sound like? Yeah, no, You're, it's Mamoncillo. Mamoncillo. Oh, Mamoncillo. Mamoncillo. Oh, okay. And I'm like, what is? So one day I just shelled out the money and I go, give me some of those. Yeah. And they have a they have a hard shell on the outside and you have to peel it off and then eat the inside. So I'm just staring at this goddamn thing going, I don't know what to do. So I had to bring it home and the Cubans had to show me how to do it. So now all of a sudden... Every now you day. know. Mamacio! Let's yeah. go! I'm waving my yeah, money yeah. out the window. <laughs> you uh, like them now? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't get to, I haven't had them in years. And you have to suck it up. That's why they're out. called, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're called Mamoncillo. What does that mean? Literally means like, suck it, uh, out. Suck it out slowly. Oh. Like a small suck it but out. Don't say that to a girl. Hey, Mamoncillo. Mm -hmm. No, you can. You can. You can. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the difference. See, here's the difference. If I say it as a Latino or he says it as a Latino, they'll be like, whatever. You're right. But if you say it, uh -huh. it's a turn on and it's cute because you're not. Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So if we're like Mamoncillo, they'd be like, oh, really? So you think you could just get it like that? Like that? But if you say it, they'd be like, how do you know it, puppy? I am You know what I'm saying? Next time I see a hot girl with an accent, I'll be like, you know Mamoncillo? Yeah, 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 yeah. And don't be surprised if... She smacks you in the face. No, I was going to say the opposite, bro. Don't be surprised if you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it, Mamoncillo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff like that that, you know... Yeah. That, but I was always like that, you know. I've, My, I've always made fun of. I've never taken a day off. The only time I ever took stand up off was four days, literally, and that was on September 11th. Oh yeah, yeah everybody had to. Yeah, yeah. 
my mom passed away this year, and I thank. Sorry to hear that. Well, thank, you, I, I, thank you, but I asked my parents mm-hmm. before they. Uh, my dad's still alive, but I said, "Hey, can you guys die on a Thursday?" afternoon so that I could take off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then be back on Monday because right. I don't want to miss any days of work. Right. And uh, I, because I was legit, I'm not the kind of uh, guy that's sitting around crying. So right. I want to get back to work. I yeah, me too. What is the respectful time period? And my father's like, I don't care if you go to work the same day. We're going to, you know, like he's a tough right. guy. Uh, I think my mom wanted me to take like two weeks off. I was like, oh, mom, that's not going to happen. So, two whole weeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the same thing. I remember when, when I first started this job, my wife was pregnant. Yeah. And they, uh, they hired me and, and they're like, hey, we have to talk about something like that. And like, how much time are you going to take off? I go, for what? And like, for your wife and the baby? I'm like, I'm not having the baby. She's having the baby. Why am I taking time <laughs> right. off? And they were like, you're not going to be. I go, I work four hours a day. I'll be home before they even wake up for right. breakfast. I'm, right. like, I'm not taking time yeah. off. My wife didn't agree with that. But I didn't even think about that. The work comes first. So, I, yeah, I was in, I was filming the movie The Heartbreak Kid uh-huh. in Cabo. Uh, <laughs> finished doing the wait. So I finished doing the scene. Called me and said your wife is having a baby. Went to the airport, got on a plane, flew there. She had the baby, then went back. Literally didn't even go to the house. Right. Went back to the airport to fly down Bye-bye. to finish doing the the last couple of scenes. Yeah, you're in the middle of doing it. Like I Tough. always love when the football player is yeah. like, he's playing this game today, and his wife is in labor. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm doing the best thing for our family, making right. millions of dollars. Right. You go to the baby, and then when he shows up, he's like, I just got to love the baby now. I don't have to do anything. He missed. That's the best thing. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I was there for both of them. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> there's only one time I ever canceled a gig, uh-huh. and it was in Sarasota uh-huh. because my wife was pregnant with the second. Oh, wow. And I was like, babe, you're not going to have the baby. Yeah, yeah. Let me just go work. <laughs> but what if it happens and you're not here? What am I going to do? And so, of course, you know I was like, do. all right, I'm, you know I'm what? You. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and then we guess what happened? She didn't have the baby until after, and it would have been fine. It would have been fine. But yeah. I had to cancel. And here's the thing. When you cancel a gig, you have to give money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you do a gig that's worth, let's say, Twenty five thousand dollars, and you cancel that gig. Right. The next time you're coming in, you're making five grand. Right. They owe you. Yeah. Because you you have to give them back the money that Mm. they lost, and so like having a baby costs us that much. Yeah. But she wanted that, and that was her thing. It was kind of cool though. I'm. I told our doctor. (laughs) I told my wife's doctor that I grew up on a farm, and so she asked me about what it was like, and I told her because you know the worst. Have I told you the worst job I've ever had in my entire life? I don't remember. Probably, but tell me again. The guider of the donkey. Uh, uh, ever told you that? I don't think so. So when I oh wow. So when I was a kid and I was living in Honduras, I was about twelve years old. Uh, we had a farm, and the best animals on farm to work are mules. Okay. And the, the way to get a mule, it's a hybrid, right? You get a donkey, right, and a and a horse. Uh, the male, the male horse. And a female donkey. It's kind of hard because one's really big, uh, the other yeah, one's really yeah, small. Yeah. So but you had to guide it. So the opposite is true, right? But the you know the female horses or mares are big. Yeah. So my dad built a little like a ramp <laughs> so that the the donkey could get on the ramp, get on top. Your dad built a rape ramp. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a rape ramp. But here's the thing: my dad goes, "Mijo, you because the, because that one is big and the other one is little. Sometimes they have a hard time, you know, guiding uh, it. Up, yeah. So you have to help them. It's like trying to refuel a plane in midair. Yeah, <laughs> but he he told me that that I had to help him, and I was like, "Why do I have to help?" Him? Right, right, right. And he goes, "Because if a woman touches him or a boy or a boy, it's okay. But when a man touches him, they get scared." Oh. And I was like, "Prove it." 
I need you to prove it. If, I, if I'm going to grab that donkey thing, right, right, you got to right. show me. This isn't a trick. Right. So the donkey gets on top and he's trying, but he can't. And my dad touches him and dude immediately goes flaccid oh, wow. and just runs back. Yeah. And he's like, see? And he goes, watch you try it. So a few minutes later, he gets back up. I get it, guide it, and everything's no cool. And so for Jeffrey three years of my life, I was the donkey. <laughs> I was the donkey guider, bro. And I got good at it, dude. Uh, <laughs> I got. I would just let like, yeah. <laughs> one hand, like bro. Throwing a javelin, dude. It was. It was. Yeah, that that was. <laughs> dude, if that's not the name of your next special. But I Carlos Mencia, donkey guider. Yeah, except uh, I told my 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 wife's doctor that. So when she was having my youngest Nicholas, his shoulder when his shoulders popped out, right? She went, "Oh my God! Please grab him! I can't grab him!" And so I like had to pull him out of my wife's. Yeah, didn't yeah. you tell her my job is to put it in? Yeah, not to pull yeah. It out. yeah. Well, I was scared that he was going to fall because right. she literally pushed why, back. Why couldn't she grab him? So after, I was like, what happened? And she goes, oh, I know you grew up on a farm, and I knew you'd be fine. Oh, I so wanted you to have the experience it. of pulling your kid out of that thing. Yeah, no, wh- I can't tell you, I didn't get to cut the umbilical cord. or I, did. I, I didn't. I don't want any of that stuff. Uh, I, I, so my wife had two kids in C-sections. Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you didn't get to see the massacre. I did, everybody says it. I kind of wanted to see, but then they all say, no, you don't mm. want to see it. No, no dude. I know, I know, I know. I got to see my wife's intestines like the size of a football yeah, 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 yeah. like literally like the head's coming out then when the shoulders come out it's like we've never had that experience bro both kids came out the belly i know i never had to see it get blown out yeah i i, I pulled it out yeah and, no. and i got to see that when you when i hear that i picture you with one foot on the bed <laughs> doing one of these it was kind of i don't want that it was kind it was the opposite i I put my hand like under his little things and pulled him out yeah. and then and then you hear plop 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 yeah dude like a pop, 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 you know what i mean yeah like stuff hitting the floor and like it, one, oh, oh no! One and time. then I made a mistake, and I looked to make sure that he was all out. Right, right. That you can't take that back, bro. No, 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 no. How long before you could go down on her again? Uh, it, we had to do Molly. <laughs> Dude, we literally, we literally had to go. I was like, babe, we're gonna have to do Molly so I can get over get all of this. System, yeah. Like, I literally need a drug to bring me back and take me to that place where I was like, oh my god, this is so amazing. That's you know what I mean? Because so I, I couldn't get over that, bro. No, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, I was like a like a like a doctor in my pulling things out, and it's huge yeah, and. Yeah. I know that the cervix expands and no, all that, no, but no. it's to see it's, it, it's, it You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's a real, that's a person. My wife had the C-section, and and they say with her that what they do is they cut and they take the intestines out and they put them like next to it, and then they take the baby out and they put everything back in. And I kept wanting to, I kept wanting to, the first doctor yelled at me. She goes, "Sit down, Dad." And I went, "Okay." But you were in there. It was in there. I was trying to, but I was by like by her head. But you couldn't see. They have a curtain up. Second baby, they did the same thing and. Over here to the left of me was glass cabinet so I could see the reflection. Yeah. And I remember when they pulled the baby out, I, I looked and I go, I know that kid because I saw the, the sonogram picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you recognize his face? face and everything. <laughs> From the 3D model yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and, and, but I didn't get to see any of the, the blood and guts, but then I watched them pick up this mass and I knew that that's what it was. And now the hard part is, um, 
I could smell the cauterizing, like the burning, like uh-huh. I know what they're doing. Yeah. And I go, is this, this is the hard part? Are they okay? And then I hear, I'm listening to the doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, but when I bought it, it was worth 300000 Now it's worth five. I'm like, they're not even paying attention. They're fine. Everything is okay. They don't have, they're, oh, you, they're were not, you were scared well, for, for a second? second? I'm like, they're messing around with their guts, you know? Yeah. But when I heard them talking about the, uh, you know, the annual percentage yield and all this other stuff, I was <laughs> yeah. like, they're, they're okay. You, your, see, your doctors are different than, than ours because for both of my kids, there was a giant mirror. Oh, where you could see everything. So I'm holding her hand, yeah. but they have a mirror so that I could see the whole thing. Yeah, because I guess I, well, I, I guess in Southern California, in Sino where I live, hippies. like dads want to be a part of that yeah. whole thing. <laughs> Weirdos. And I'm I'm not like that. I'm like you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just let me know when it's done. If it was if it wasn't for the fact that my wife was like, I want you to be there, I would yeah. be like, for what? I had a uh, roof done on my house. Yeah, they took the old one off and a new one on. Yeah. I left the country when they did that. I don't want to see it being done. I want right. to come home and it just be done. <laughs> right. Well, that's how I was with this. I was like, I'll be over here if you need me. But uh, for the most part, just let me know when you guys are done. Yeah, but, but yeah, I wish I wish I'd had that. But no, my wife wanted me to be a part of it. And then, like I said, we had to we had to end up doing drugs just to get just to get back to kind of a decent place. And after you have to use bathtub pharmaceuticals to get back into yeah, into yeah. The sexy but mode. you know what's funny uh, <laughs> that I I take. You know, my son out of my wife's vajay, and yeah. I'm just looking at this catastrophe. Just yeah. what I don't even know what I'm looking at. But a few minutes later, uh, she goes, "You're gonna love me for this." Oh, a little extra stitch. Yeah, she put extra. She she like put the extra stitch in the episiotomy because yeah. it ripped just a tiny bit. I would have you know like, what I mean? So she yeah, throw one, go another, go one. another yeah. one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I got, she I gave me one for, extra uh, from the extra because I, I was like, "You go." She goes, "Oh no, no, no! I'm giving you an extra." Right, right. And I thought, Carlos put a she was kidding. Apron. <laughs> well, she wasn't kidding, bro. Oh, yeah, she wasn't yeah. kidding because then when we did, I right. was like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is like." It, this it, can't it, all be the Molly. It was, yeah. I was like, oh my God, that like extra stitch really worked. Good. And my That's wife good. was like, extra what? And yeah, I was like, I oh, yeah, hell, yeah, I don't know if good. I should say anything. That's a secret code between <laughs> doctors and, uh, and husbands. Uh, so they put an extra stuff, but you don't, you don't have to deal with that. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I had an extra stitch in her belly, which didn't do anything for me. Yeah, but I, I'd seen like, dude, like, come on, man. I have 11 sisters. Eight of them were born in a row. Yeah. A couple of them had babies in the house. Right, right, right. You That's, know what I mean? Oh, I've, I've seen that. Didn't you do that? What? It would have you had a baby, baby in your house? house? Not you, but Jenny? No, she did it in a uh, uh, pool, like a bath. Oh, but it was in your house. Oh, she did yeah. that uh, water, under water yeah, birth? Yeah, yeah, She did that, yeah, at the hospital. And it was like one of the only hospitals around here that would do it. Yeah, that's interesting. But I don't know how many that do it anymore. Yeah, I have a friend who, after they had a baby, we went to their house for dinner <laughs> and ate the placenta. Oh, you ate it too? Oh, no. Well, oh. I didn't know at the oh. time. Like, uh, no, I knew once I got there, you know what I mean? Right. And I wanted to kind of... You don't want to be the dick that's... I didn't want to be that kid. guy. Yeah. I didn't want to be the guy that's like, I'm not going to eat that. You know what I mean? So we did. So I ate it, but Pamela, it was. Ugh. Pamela Anderson took it out after her first child and put it in a um, in a pond or something, and it made the news. And we started talking about it. Her people, uterus? No, I mean her, her, uh, her lining. Placenta lining. Yeah, placenta. Yeah. So um, uh, we started talking about it. This is how long ago that you know Pamela Anderson had a kid. And uh, everybody's like, oh, no, yeah, they cook it and they eat it and it's supposed to be really good and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, I would never. So, oh, it's not good. Well, we said, if we can get a placenta and somebody will eat it, we'll give them a prize for yeah. it. So sure enough, this guy called, he goes, my wife is in labor now, gets a placenta, puts it in a Tupperware, brings it down the next day. Then this guy, I'll never forget, this is 1996, crazy-ass Jack came down to the station 
And he's like, we're like, how are you going to eat it? He goes, I'm going to fry it up with some onions. And he fried it up with onions in the break room on a little how hot plate. How did it plate. smell? The, well, if you told me he was making chicken and onions, it smelled wonderful. But the idea that it was a placenta and onions, and all we really smelled was the cooking onions. Yeah. Every time I go to Chili's, I want to throw up now because I smell the onions on the fajita tray. <laughs> and I think, I think they're getting placenta fajitas over there. Back there. That yeah. is so weird. That that's what, when I go to Chili's, I just I want to hear the black guy in the back going, "Oh, one more baby, baby, baby." Like that's all I want to yeah. hear. Whenever I hear. I go, oh, no, 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 no. I know what they're doing. They're making placenta. It's it's the smell of cooked onions now I associate it with 100%. And you, that, that was 1996 that that happened. When I used to come home and it smelled like urine, yeah, I got excited. Uh, yeah, because that meant that, that my mom was making liver and onions. Oh, really? Yeah, because when you cook a liver, I don't care what you do. It, it got, smells like urine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember coming home and my friends would be like, Dude, and I'll be like, we're having liver and onions, bro. And they're like, it smells like urine. In in Honduras, there's a, a like an, it's kind of like an armadillo, but they uh -huh. call it a cusuco. And that one, the meat tastes good, but it is gamey and it smells disgusting. Yeah, it's and the you, same thing, bro. You when buy I that smell or you that, catch that, no, 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 we catch it and kill it and That's eat crazy it. Crazy to me. I'm doing. I eat tarantulas no, growing up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Listen, I'm Italian. We eat some weed, uh, uh, sheep's head and all that stuff. Yeah. So I, I get it. I've eaten some weird stuff. But uh, when you hear about stuff that you don't eat, it sounds like that's worse. Spanish keeps telling us about these stories. Spanish is a conspiracy guy. And he keeps telling us about these stories about um, uh, Tyson Chicken just brought up a bunch of uh, factories and companies that make bugs to edible bugs because that's the way we're going because we're running out of food and farmland and all this stuff. So now he's got us all worried that we're going to eat bugs, but I can't. Have you ever had crickets? I have. And, uh, Not bad. No, it's just like a crunchy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, an almond is the most disgusting thing to me. Uh, you give me an almond with the skin on it and that powder uh, that they put uh, in uh, like, uh, You don't like it? Yeah, no. It's like a, <laughs> what I think a roach probably tastes like. You know? <laughs> so the idea that I'm eating I could it, never eat a roach only because if I had never seen my foot stepping on a roach oh, yeah, that and that, that liquidy out. white yeah. stuff that comes yeah. out, yeah. I might be able to eat a roach. Yeah. I mean, I've had frogs. Frogs I've had. Uh, I've eaten every part of the cow and every part of the pig, even the anus. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, because w so when you... I've had a lot of calamari that looks like that, but I don't know about <laughs> that. Right. No, 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 no. So they call it a colita, uh. and it's the actual tail. And the reason why it's kind of like a delicacy, it's because it's the only part that when you, so when you cut it up and you take out the skin, everything else is just pork rinds right. and fat. Right. Right. So the fat becomes this and then it becomes lard. And, but the tail has a little bit of meat in it. Okay. Right. So from the, from the yeah, muscle yeah, yeah. that makes the tail move around. Right. And, but it's attached <laughs> to, to the, the it's attached yeah. to the a-hole, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you got to eat both of them. Sure. It's almost like, but it, but yeah. So I used to eh. eat that growing up. You get it hot enough, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I I, I remember they were making uh, what what they call a capuchella, which is a, uh, uh -huh. a sheep's head, yeah. and they would saw it down the middle, yeah. and then cook both sides, and it looked almost like that game operation where yeah. you take out the eye, take yeah. out this. And they baked it. And you I go, the fish eyes? Yeah, everything, yeah. Yeah, I and love I go, fish eyes. This is the grossest thing I've ever heard. But then yeah. I walked in and I smelled it. And I was like, yo, give me some of them goat brains or whatever you guys are yeah. eating. It tastes delicious. Used to, see, uh, yeah, there used to be a Mexican spot where I grew up called the King Taco. And they used to have brains. Brains, yeah. So good, dude. Yeah. Well, oh, my God. Who knew? So good. But what happens with all of those restaurants is they used to be really authentic. Yeah. Right? They used to have brains and intestines and all that stuff. And as they got popular, 
and black and white and Asian started coming to it, they started getting rid of all those meats. Oh, really? And so now it's just like pork, chicken, you know, but they used to like have that nasty stuff. I grew up on, dude, I grew up on all that stuff. Uh, like my sister just yesterday showed up at the house in the morning with a little Tupperware. She made me arroz con pollo, but like our version of it, right. and it had a chicken foot in it. Oh, right. Like the actual chicken <laughs> the foot, foot, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. You Did you give the me the neck? Foot? And she gave me the neck. Oh, oh so good, dude. When I go eat, uh, if I go eat uh, Japanese food and I see the chicken feet on the tray, it just makes me laugh. I go, yeah. I think there's enough other things to eat. Listen, I agree. But when you grow up on that stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah of course, it's not right? your, it's a comfort food to you. Yeah, yeah, like like we went to this place called Jinya the other day with my son because he loves their top ramen. Uh, ramen, it's not top ramen. Right, it's like ramen, this crazy yeah. ramen, like all. But all it reminds me of is when I was a kid, we used to eat a lot of top ramen because yeah. for twenty cents, it it's like enough. a meal. Yep. And the best one I ever had was we had a hot dog left, so I put the hot dog in water. I boiled the hot dog in it. Then I took the hot dog out. Then I didn't throw the water away. Then I put the top ramen in, in that water, water yeah. put it together, sliced up the weenie, put it in there. And I think we had like a little bit of onions and I threw that in there. Best top ramen I ever had in my life, dude. Do you know how happy that makes me that you're, <laughs> that you're rich now and that you were slicing up one hot dog? and One hot dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes me sad because I did the same thing. I would, I would look in the refrigerator, just find three things I could mix together and mix right. it together. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's great. I kind of get happy and offended when I see that TV show Chopped. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you, I get happy. I'm like, yeah. oh, and then I'm like, oh, but you guys are doing this for fun. <laughs> right. Like, I had to do it for real. You're totally right, man. I think I would be great on that show because uh, I would eat all of it. Like, I love when they open it up and they're like, uh, Oh, we've got um, this and that. And I don't right. know what to do with that. I'm like, I know what to do with it. Put it with rice. <laughs> uh, listen to me. i got to take a quick break so yeah, we're yeah. going over. Carlos Mencia is here. He's going to be at McCurdy's Comedy Theater in Sarasota. We'll tell you all about that when we come back. It's 102.5 The Bone. It's the Mike Kelta Show on 102.5 The Bone. Now, a bone traffic update from the Farrah and Farrah personal.